Last time I checked, only doctors make $4 a minute. This happened a few years ago when I worked in a bead shop. We did jewelry repair too, and mostly simple stuff like reattaching class, restringing beads, or pearl knotting. Occasionally, when we weren't busy, we would do repairs on the spot, and our minimum charge for any repair was $4 plus cost of materials. So one day, this lady comes in and she needs this uh, necklace replaced ASAP because she wants to wear it that night to a dinner party. I saw the necklace just needed a clasp reattached, which is something I can do in under a minute, and I told her the store policy and said I could fix it while she waited. She seemed cool with that, so I grabbed a jump ring and reattached the clasp for her. I rang her up and she took her necklace without a word. The next day, we get a call from the lady asking to talk to the manager. She told the bead shop owner she was upset about having to pay $4 for a repair because I fixed it in under a minute, and her words were, Last time I checked, only doctors make $4 a minute. It's something you didn't know how to do, lady, and I did it quickly because I've done it 562 million times. If you didn't want it fixed professionally, then do it your damn self. Yeah, obviously, you're not paying for the amount of time it takes. You're paying for the amount of knowledge that person has. The better somebody is is it something the way faster they're going to get at it? I've never understood this. Oh, I could have done it myself if you would have just told me how to do it and then given me all the education. Yeah, but you don't have that. That's why you're paying me to. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. Today we're going to be going over the subreddit Tales from Retail again. I just love these. A good Karen story is probably the best stuff you could possibly have. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's go. In which the customer doesn't pick up her items for three years. So this story begins in a locally owned jewelry store, and the jeweler has been repairing and selling high-end jewelry for 52 years. He is over 70 and still works like a madman, and his business is efficient, reasonably priced and high quality, allowing him to stay in business as long as he has. For repairs, the customer must leave their piece of jewelry with us for weeks at a time to place it in line, and when the jeweler is ready to do the repair, we call the customer with a quote, and if it's approved, the repair is completed in 24 hours. If they decline the quote, the repair is marked as did not repair in the system, filed in the completed repairs bin, and then the customer can pick up the repair at no charge. Now, when a customer leaves a piece of jewelry with us, we give them a claims ticket that says not responsible for pieces left over 60 days of completion of repair. We also take down their name, address, and phone number to ensure that we can contact the person and correct the person in contact when the repair is complete. Enter this customer. The year is 2014 and the month is February and she leaves her ring with us to be repaired. When the jeweler looks at it weeks later, he finds the original ring is too fragile and can't be repaired and we call the customer and she says she'll come get it. Now, obviously, jewelry is something you don't throw out after 60 days. The warning on the ticket is just to encourage customers to pick up the item as fast as possible so our safe isn't full of it all the time. We also keep a clear record of phone calls to and from the customer, including the time and date, as well as whatever we reached when the customer or left a voicemail. Fast forward, and the date is now January 2016, and we're doing a biannual call everyone who still has jewelry here, and I notice that this repair has been there a long time. We've called her more than six times, and I give her a ring, and the number is disconnected. We decide after two years the woman may be dead or ill and no one knew to pick it up and it was a piece of junk anyways and beyond repair so we got rid of it. The date is now April 2017 and a woman came to the store. She says she's here to pick up a repair, but when I look it up, it says it was picked up in January 2016. Now, obviously, this woman is furious. Someone else could have picked up a repair, so we dig through our receipts from over a year ago and find our note the repair was discarded. We explain to the woman that the repair has been disposed of and our reasoning for do so, and we apologize, but there's nothing we can do. And my favorite part is when she says... 
But why didn't you call me? Well, we did call you, and we spoke with you several times, as I see here in our notes, and you kept saying you'd come pick it up. But after two years, your number was disconnected, and you didn't leave another method of contact. If you look at our ticket, you'll see there's a warning that we're not responsible past 60 days, and we did you a favor of keeping it for two years, but there's nothing else I can do. Honestly, I'm not even sure what she wanted with the item anyways. How are they gonna get mad after they leave it at your store for multiple years? You know, like you said, we called you multiple times, and clearly, after you leave it there for three years, it's not sentimental to you. That was my grandma's ring! Well then, why did you leave it at some random person's store for years? years and not come get it after multiple times of being reminded to come get it. She's having a seizure? Well, can you still ring me up? Not much backstory, and as you can probably guess from the title, I'm epileptic and have seizures. Thankfully, my store is super understanding of my disability and did everything to help me, and this is a mixture of what I remember and was told by my managers what happened. There's only one register in the store where you can get cigarettes, lighters, and more expensive liquor, and I happen to be the one working that register. Everything was going completely fine with the usual customer banter when an aura hit me and hit me hard. For those of you that are unfamiliar, an aura is kind of a warning sign before a seizure that only you can feel but do nothing about. It could be a funny smell, hallucinations, or the feeling of slipping out of reality, a number of different things, but for me it was the feeling that everything's in slow motion. The last thing I remember was scanning a box of golf balls and the customer requesting Marlboro Gold and then feeling frozen in place, which I actually was, and hearing this right before I blacked out. Hello? 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 What is wrong with you? I said I wanted a box of Marlboro Gold. Are you even listening to me? I can't believe this. Gold. Do you know what that is, you idiot? And then I was gone. I woke up on the floor surrounded by my managers, and one customer was awesome enough to run and get help, and from what I understand, the whole time I'm on the floor literally having a seizure, the customers in line are watching this and complaining to the managers, saying how they shouldn't be helping me because I must be on drugs, and they still expected to be rung up, despite them trying to explain I'm literally having a seizure. They were telling the managers to step over me to get their smokes and lighters for them and to get to the register, and then caused a huge scene when they were refused, and they actually had to radio security to come shoot people away. It blows my mind people can act this way. Look, I'm sorry I'm having a seizure and can't get your cigarettes for you, but I don't have control over this. I think you'll survive without your smokes and lighters for a few minutes. Makes me sad the world we live in sometimes. This is like cartoon evil villain levels of evil, dude. I didn't even know this was achievable. I feel like if I'm witnessing someone having a medical emergency, the last thing on my mind would be cigarettes. Just step over her. What's she doing? Shaking on the ground? She's probably faking it. Why would someone fake a seizure to prevent you from getting cigarettes, bro? Like, you have to be delusional to think you're that much of the main character. My most disgusting cashier experience. This happened a few weeks ago, and over the summer before I head off to university, I've been working at a grocery store to have money to live on. My job entails a few responsibilities, but I'm mainly at the tills. So I'm sitting at my till, halfway through a 10-hour shift, and I'm about 15 minutes away from my break, so that's all I'm thinking about. A pregnant woman walked up to the conveyor belt with a cart of shopping, and she had two young kids. One's walking alongside, and the younger one in the fold-out in the seat in the cart. It's obvious she's in a rush and has her hands full with the kids, so I offer to take the bags that she brought and pack the items as I scan them, and she's thankful, but I tell her it's no big deal. And this is where it gets interesting. She begins to lift the younger child out of the seat because of the way he was getting in her or getting in the way of her getting the shopping. She turns him around to put him down, and he proceeds to projectile vomit directly all over the shopping. I'm not talking a little bit of babysick, more like Charlie in the limo and always sunny. It just keeps coming, completely covering everything. Everything. 
The woman was almost in tears, apologizing I much as much as I think is humanly possible. I tell her it's not her fault, and after all, there's no way to predict your baby's gonna get sick. Now, usually my team leader would be there to help in a situation like this, but it's a busy day and she was away dealing with something else, so I take charge. I called the in-store cleaner to clean the sick from the floor and closed my till, and next I got a hold of my friend who was stacking shelves and got him to take the hazardous waste container that the cart had become through the back of the store. I led the woman to some seats near the door and asked if she she had a shopping list so I could go around and collect her shopping and she couldn't let me do it but I insisted. I grabbed another cart and raced around the store completing her shopping list. I worked there six days a week for three months by then so I knew where everything was. I got back in 10 minutes and was back at checkout, got my friend to help me unload and pack the stuff back up, and overall it took me 15-20 minutes from taking the list to getting all of the shopping scanned through and packed. I went to the woman and told her everything was packed and ready to go and she needed to pay. She couldn't believe it and it was great to see the relief in her face after seeing her so close to tears. She paid for her shopping and thanked me a million times before she went on her way and I went on my break. Fast forward to the present day and my team leader comes up to me and says the lady wrote a letter to her about how I went above and beyond the call of duty to help her when she was stressed. My team leader told me if I ever asked her for a reference, she would forward the letter, and it was better than any reference she could ever give, and I was just glad to have made someone's day. Alright, so obviously this mom's not a Karen. It's not her fault her baby got sick. I just wanted to include one happy story, dude, but I'm also imagining how mortifying it must have been for that mom to just see her baby projectile vomiting all over everything in the cart and, like, the, the conveyor belt. Oh, man, dude. Kudos to you for taking care of her, you know, getting all the grocery shopping done, but I can't imagine how embarrassed she must have been in that exact moment, even though it's not her fault at all, you know? It's it, like, what are you gonna do? It's your baby puking. Every angry customer's worst nightmare. Total indifference. I watch over self-checkouts at my store, and for a bit of background, my store has two sets of circulars with coupons people can get. One you have to sign up for and it gets mailed to your house, and the other we have stacks of in our store for anyone to take. The one you get in the mail has a coupon to get you two times as many reward points, which can be used to save on gas. Anyways, on this day, a woman comes through self-checkout, and at the end of her order, she brought her mail flyer up to me and asked me to scan it for her double points. So I scan it and start tearing it out when she asked me to give it back to her so she could use it another time. I told her I can't do that and have to take it for her because it's been used, even pointing out the text that says limit one one per household on the coupon. And she starts arguing with me, saying I can do it, and she does it all the time, and I happen to see the store manager walking by, so I flagged him down to help me out. As I expect, he tells her the exact same thing, and I don't remember everything, but it went something like this. What seems to be the issue? I just asked him to, hold on, let me hear his side first, what's going on? She wants me to give back her double points coupon after I already scanned it for her. It says limit one per household on it, though. It does say one limit per household. He has to keep it and be accountable for his coupons. But I do it all the time at other location. They even hand them out at registers. Well, they're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah, it's just company policy. We have to go by what the coupon says. She argued some more and the store manager says he'll go check the flyers we have stacked at the door to see if there's one more she can have. We all know there won't be, but he'll check anyways. And at that point, she's still with me while I'm trying to help people. You know the whole reason I shop at this store is for the savings I get on gas. Okay. I mean, I really just spent 150 bucks here. Okay. But honestly, after this, I don't think I'm gonna shop here anymore. Okay. She looked at my name tag. No, Blank. Don't just stand there and say okay. Okay. Can't you just give me my coupon back? They let me do it all the time. 
No, sorry. I crumple up the coupon to hopefully make it more clear it's not gonna happen, and the store manager comes back, and of course there's not another coupon in the circulars by the door. He asks her to come to the service desk and he'll see if there's anything they can do, and I thought that would be the last of it, but I work in retail, so of course it's not. About 10 minutes later, she comes back to me with one of the circulars from the door and shoves it in front of the screen I'm trying to do my job with. I just want you to know that all of these coupons here say one per household too. Okay. Yeah, but I bet you just zap them with your gun and let people keep them. Okay. You know what? Where's the boss? Call him over again. So I pick up the phone and call him and as I'm talking to him, she just walked away. The store manager came down a few seconds later asking where she is and I shrugged and said she walked away and I tell him the general direction she went and he went to look but didn't find her. I heard from one of my coworkers the next day, a woman matching her description came in asking cashiers at registers if they had any double points coupons in their drawer. Oh, nothing is better than just like, yeah, not caring because at the end of the day, it's just a retail job. Are you kidding me? You need to give me this coupon now. This is ridiculous. This is the most insane thing I've ever heard. Truthfully, if you were my son, I would smack you right now. Okay, lady, listen. All right, like at the end of the day, it's just a grocery store. You know, it's just double points coupons. People really will be going wild for coupon, though. The last thing you want to do is get in between an extreme couponer and, like, their negative 40% balance. They will stab you. I once faked quitting to a nasty customer's face. So way back in college, I worked a summer job flying a register for a grocery store. The chain had a policy with your loyalty card. If there was X number on the back, you could cash checks at our stores, and cashiers would use that number as an ID on checks for buying groceries. If it had a Y number, then it was just a card that someone had with no information on file. It was my last shift before I went back to school and I was standing at a register counting down the last half hour when this woman rolled up with a big cart full of stuff. I get it started, beep 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 and give her the total and she hands me a check with a Y number on it. I asked to see her card thinking maybe she wrote it wrong and it's just a Y number. Ma'am, do you have your driver's license with you? No, I don't have it. Okay, well then I can't take this check. It's got a Y number on it. I know, I can't take the check if it has a Y number, only an X number. Well, every other cashier always has. Well, they shouldn't have. I'd lose my job if I took this. That was my go-to answer for someone trying to pull this crap on. And she started screaming. Then you can go put all this back yourself, or you can take my damn check. Now, I'm 20 minutes from being done here. The managers love me, they think I'm funny, and they're actually not happy I'm leaving, so I figured I might as well have some fun with this. So I whipped off my vest, throw it on the floor, and scream, Don't talk to me like that! I quit! I storm to the office, take a seat, and one of the managers managers looks at me, confused. I asked him to go out and talk to the woman at register 2, who's standing there with her mouth hanging open. He came back a few minutes later, smiling. How'd it go? Well, I told her you were right, and that she had just lost my best cashier. This probably was up there as the greatest feelings you could have possibly experienced when leaving that job, dude. Sometimes I'm like, you know, maybe after I'm retired from the whole YouTube thing, I'll just bounce from stupid job to stupid job and just quit in really dramatic ways. You know, I like it would just be really funny. I couldn't do that back when I actually worked at a grocery store, but yeah, someone's gonna be rude. I'll just be like, you suck. Like, you really suck. I quit. I'll call corporate. Well, corporate doesn't exist, so... I work at a now mostly defunct video rental chain, and I work at one of the few franchise locations left. Today, a lady came in reeking of alcohol, clearly out of it, and so you're aware, we sell a few assorted electronic accessories at the front of the store, chargers, styluses, that vibe. 
Drunk Lady will henceforth be known as Drunk Lady. Hey, do you have um a phone charger I can use for a few minutes? No, but we do have chargers for sale right here. Oh, awesome. I'll take one. Okay, that'll be $8. It says five. Me, looking at the exact same display she is. Um, it says $8 on the display right there next to the picture. Well, I read five, so you have to sell five because that's the law. The price is $8. Well, you just the last customer and I'll be calling corporate and you're getting fired. Actually, corporate doesn't really exist anymore. I guess you can file a complaint with the store manager on if you want. Uh, please. So, what's your complaint? She then stormed out, and it felt so good to be actually able to finally say something like that. I just love the idea of like, I read five, so you have to sell it for five, that's the law. You know, these people clearly have like never been in a situation where they're trying to sell something for more money than they paid for it. You had to give it to me for $2 because I only have $2. It's like, nope, it's eight bucks. I just kind of don't have to sell it to you, lady. Good luck. I'm not paying by cash or card. Backstory is, I work in an Australian grocery store and have done so for nine years. And recently, I was working in our self-serve area, guiding people where to go and whatnot, and some machines had an issue and were only taking card transactions, and since they didn't have enough cash in them to give out change without issue. It was a busy day, and customers are coming through, noticing it's crowded and queuing at the beginning of the area. That's fine, and I use that as an opportunity to catch them and ask, are you paying by cash or card, to direct them to the right area. For the most part, it's fine until one future wrestling star barges past the line and doesn't see an empty spot. I tell him to go back to the queue since people are waiting, and he does, mumbling under his breath. As it comes his turn, I ask if he's paying by cash or card, and his response is one I've never heard before. Neither, he spits at me. I'm half considering calling security by this point, but I give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm sorry, will you be using the cash or card facilities? Neither, mate. I'm paying with coin. What are you, thick? In addition to being shocked by his attitude, it took me to realize what he just said. Sure, I get most people equate cash with good old-fashioned folding money, but how do you enter your adult years without realizing that coins, in any other form of physical currency, is cash? I just love had the balls to call you stupid because he doesn't realize that coins are just considered cash, you know? Oh, well, I didn't realize that. That, sir, by all means, we have a coin-only machine. You can actually buy your groceries directly through Coinstar. How does this dude carry enough coins to pay for a whole grocery order on his person? I feel like the weight of enough coins to, like, pay for a whole thing of groceries would be basically pulling your pants down in your pockets. Fine does not, in fact, mean things are fine. I've worked at a cute family-owned ice cream shop in New York for about five years now. It's mostly all right. I get to work with close friends, but the customers have always been a little much. Anyways, it's important to note that we are right along a popular intersection. It could get pretty busy. Busy enough that you can't just rush across the street to get to the other side. You really gotta wait by the crosswalk. One day, myself and a co-worker were working the night shift and from 4pm to 11pm and our first customer was a dad with his kid. Tell the nice lady what you want. Cherry! Okay, what size should I get? He'll just take a small. I go ahead and make the order and hand it to him and it's a nice day out so they're sitting outside our store sharing it and 10 minutes later the dad came back 
He hated this. Can we please get a different flavor? I look down to see the ice cream is two-thirds finished and there's maybe only five spoonfuls left. I can scoop you another ice cream, but I just can't give it to you for free if that's what you're asking. Why not? He hated it. Sir, most of it is gone. Just put the rest of it back and give us another flavor. At this point, I'm just staring at the dude, completely unsure of how else to explain this to him. My coworker stepped in and he's a big dude who's pretty intimidating, so I'm hoping he'll listen to him. Sir, if you ate the ice cream, we can't give it back. It's technically contaminated and we can scoop more, but you're gonna have to pay, I'm sorry. Fine. The dad proceeded to grab the ice cream off the counter where he had left it, turns and with a triumphant <laughs> hurls the rest of the ice cream into oncoming traffic. It hits the ground, splatters, and get ran over. His child screams and attempts to run after the ice cream and nearly gets splattered himself by cars and his dad grabs him and turns back to us to yell, you could have gotten my kid killed, thanks for that. And he leaves and came back next week and ordered a large cherry. Yeah, somehow it's miraculously your fault that he wasn't paying attention to his kid almost running into traffic because he threw the ice cream. Seems perfectly reasonable to me. And you know, you should give him a refund. Just because he ate 60% of the ice cream doesn't mean he enjoyed it, okay? Sure, he ordered the same thing the next week. People this ridiculous, dude, you just have to assume that like, I, I don't know. The fact that they're able to function itself is a miracle. Anyways, guys, I think that's gonna do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you did, I'd appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comment section down below. And of course, subscribe if you're new, if you like these type of videos. I post them pretty often. If you really want to help me out, you can check them out on uh, Spotify as well. I post the audio there. If you ever want to watch without gameplay, listen offline, whatever floats your boat. Like I said, down in the description, check it out. But uh, yeah, on that note, guys, I think that'll do it. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And hopefully I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.